0: Hi, family, and welcome to Normal with Autism, the podcast where we invite people to the kitchen table to learn about our lives, and we provide hope and encouragement to those who listen. I'm Tara. I'm Sarah. Hi. Hey, what's up? How's it
1: going today? Good. How are you?
0: I am not in the best mood. Uh Uh-oh. I'm just not.
1: Yikes. That's okay.
0: Awkward pause. Listen. Listen.
1: Who says you have to be happy all the time?
0: I know, right? But I know you had a great time. You you did your stuff last night.
1: Yeah, I had a um I did parks and rec trivia.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you just and You just laugh when you say that. It
1: was so fun, even though we came in like eighth place. I'm actually not sure what place we came in, but it was not first, which I'm bitter about.
0: You poor thing.
1: You know, it's fine. So
0: you love this show that much, you know that much about it, that you can answer yes. a bunch of trivia questions about yes.
1: it? Do you want to – I could, like, tell you everything about it right now.
0: <laughs> I don't think we have – I don't think we can still, <laughs> we we don't have that kind of time.
1: Yeah, but I went with our, our friends. Um, our friend Kim was there. She was on our team, mm-hmm. and she did awesome. Mm-hmm. And my husband went, and Kim's husband went – and it was a good time I'm
0: kind of jealous I didn't go now
1: yeah you should have well first you have to
0: watch all seven <clears throat> seasons I was gonna say I've only watched like ever a couple of episodes like it's I'm so
1: good you're missing out
0: I'm hip enough to like the lingo to understand like who's on it and that kind of thing but
1: yeah you would probably understand 75% more of what I say if you watch the show <laughs>
0: I did see some of the comments on Facebook, and y'all were calling it like tropical fish. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I don't have any.
1: my my powerful (laughs) muskox.
0: I have no idea what that means.
1: (laughs) You're my noble land mermaid. Oh, oh, am I? I hope that's a good. You're like an angel without wings. Can somebody tell me
0: if that's a good thing? That's a good thing, it's right? It's a very good thing. No, well, last night I did the mom thing mm. and I went to practice trick-or-treat with Finn. Oh, nice. And he had, he, I don't think he had fun. No. It, there was a lot of people. It was mm. overwhelming. But we went, we, I mean, you got to try, right? Yeah. You don't know unless you try.
1: Yeah. This um, is one of those things that, um, I don't think people outside of our community would really think about. Right. Like, we have to practice trick-or-treating
0: yeah 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 because think about everything that goes into being able to have a kid trick-or-treat
1: trick-or-treating is hard they're wearing a costume that may be itchy or hot or just something they're not used to right they have to there's so many social rules right you know you have to wait your turn you have to say please and thank you you have to you know or use your device to say please and thank you you have to say trick-or-treat you have to not be disappointed when they give you freaking smarties. You have to. <laughs> this thing, why do those things even exist? <laughs> They're Owen's favorite, though. I don't understand why. Okay. Like, there's a lot that goes into it. There is. A lot of different skills that you have to tap into.
0: Yeah. To... I mean, the,
1: it's crowded. Like, there may be seven other kids at the door getting candy at the same time. Right. And you have to, like, it's a lot.
0: There's there's a lot going on. So we we did that. And that's actually, that's what we're going to talk about today
1: segue did
0: you did you like that segue I, I loved it good job before we get right into it though will you please come and check us out on instagram and facebook at normal with autism and will you please rate review and subscribe us wherever this podcast is coming to your ear holes yeah because that's how we get into more ear holes that's right um so uh yeah let's talk let's talk so let's talk halloween okay let's get back on let's it do it
1: <clears throat> i love halloween
0: halloween is the best holiday and the best it's my favorite for multiple reasons uh, in addition to like candy well yeah and people just give you candy uh-huh. like how often do you get to, end? All you have is to like, is ask
1: for it here take it yeah it's free
0: candy they're like they give you candy for being cute i know right and then, like, you get to meet all your neighbors, yeah, which is usually fun, mm-hmm. I hope, for most people. And for me, like, Halloween, there's kind of like this, now that I'm older, there's, like, this deeper sense of community and people trust each other. And, like, you know, we hear all the bad stuff on the news, but it's, like, a night where, you know, like, you get spooked about, like, oh, is somebody going to be behind a bush to stab me? like that's spooky and that's oh, that fun what to- you went to no i'm just saying oh. like you walk down the street is like michael myers gonna come out and stab me no because oh. it's halloween and we all trust each other and like we're being good fellow human beings to each other right right That it's like that's the biggest part right of it, the most meaningful part of it for me yeah and my old woman self yeah i like that a lot
1: and i just love um well, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. We all know that. So that's number if one. If you've been here for a while, you know that I do not like Christmas, but I'm a big Halloween fan and a huge Thanksgiving fan.
0: You are only two months away from your fancy Christmas anxiety. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. I can't even. I'm having pre-anxiety about my Christmas anxiety.
0: Okay. That's a lot. But <laughs> it's a lot going on for it's you. It's a lot.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, no, but I love it because so we talked about this before Owen has a lot of sensory issues, especially with clothes. Um, so he wears costumes and pajamas pretty much every day. So like I hit the after Halloween sales for his Christmas gifts. That's awesome. Because he loves costumes. That's so awesome. like, it's like he fits in <laughs> like everyone else is dressing like Owen for a day. That's amazing. Um, and does he get excited to go? Yeah. He, yeah, he, he en- loves Halloween.
0: The point of it is he enjoys it. Yes. Right? Yes. He, he gets happy to go. Yeah.
1: He's not able to go for very long. He caps out at about 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but he loves it. What What do you think he loves the most about it? Has he shared that with you? Well, he loves candy. Well, obviously. He loves dressing up. Mm-hmm. He loves being the center of attention. Mm-hmm. He loves when people tell him how you know awesome he looks mm. so those are all important things to him um so it's basically like an owen day yeah like all things
0: owen happen yeah. in that one and day and it's right around his
1: birthday Oh. so he loves that um he just he just does really well for halloween it
0: checks all of his boxes yeah that's amazing yeah finn will go finn oscillates back and forth between like enjoying it and then being overwhelmed
1: by Mm -hmm. it he gets very overwhelmed yeah
0: yeah and so like we will go for a little bit and then he might need a break just to walk for a minute Uh or we might come back to the house and we'll go out again but he likes going around to i think he likes being around all the people Mm -hmm. to a certain point yeah and then he's like okay i need a i need a
1: break yeah so well it's really nice that just in the last couple years i've noticed it a lot more but um Different agencies or groups are putting together like special needs trick or treat events. There's like the Trunk or Treat. Yeah. You went to that. Yeah. We went to the Autism Society of Central Ohio's Trunk or Treat and it was perfect. It was like 20 cars and they had everything decorated. They had popcorn and stuff and you could just go up and, you know, no one was stressed out if they were having a meltdown or weren't. You know, doing what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was perfect. We were there for like twenty minutes. It's a mm-hmm. perfect amount of time. Mm-hmm. We got the perfect amount of candy, mm-hmm. perfect amount of attention, and then he was done. And it was
0: awesome. You were ready to go. And yeah. it was at
1: like two in the afternoon, right? So, you know, because he is afraid of the dark. So trick or treating at night is an issue sometimes. um But yeah, it was perfect. And you know, it's really hard. Like we can't trick or treat as a family because Caleb's ten and he can go for an hour and he's getting to that age
0: where he's gonna get ready to go around with like his buddies
1: yes yes Mm -hmm. um so it was nice that like we could all go together as a family go for 20 minutes he was done we were done great we had a successful day Mm -hmm. so that was good
0: and there are i saw the on finn school's website they posted like There are over 50 events that are sensory-friendly happening in Columbus. So, you know, you can pick one and go enjoy it if that's what you choose to do. Yeah, And I thought that's pretty amazing because back when we started even just like five years ago... Mm -hmm. That wasn't a thing. It didn't... It felt like things were just kind of maybe starting to happen at that point or maybe just coming to, to be in our awareness. Yeah. So there's... Speaking of that, there is... There's a new thing. I don't. You tell me. Have you seen this? Mm-hmm. They want people. When I say they want people, that doesn't that doesn't really encapsulate very well. It's a blue pumpkin. Mm-hmm. So I first noticed it coming up like on my social media feed. There was a story. And you mean like a blue
1: pumpkin bucket? Yeah.
0: Yes. 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 Okay. So there's a so there was a story and it was like you know, local mom wants you to carry a blue bucket pumpkin or endorses carrying a blue bucket pumpkin so you have more awareness around autism. And I kind of clicked on it and I read through it and I was just like, oh, whatever, okay. But then I kept like seeing it. like Mm -hmm. there's, And then I saw people just like, you know, a regular everyday people like posting like, I got my blue pumpkin for trick-or-treat this year, blah, 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 that kind of thing. And so I kind of wanted to talk about that for okay. a minute today, if you want to join we'll me, have a healthy debate in the in that discussion. And I did the quick Facebook search, and literally, like, the story is in Ohio, Chicago, Virginia, Houston, Montana. Like, there are lots of outlets that picked up this story, mm-hmm. and then I was like, oh, I'm kind of curious to see, like. I wonder what some of the people in the community think about it. And so I went online and like, you know, finding Cooper's voice and mm-hmm. kind of like what Kate posts whatever. She's just got a large following. Like um uh she she posted a video. Disclaimer, I didn't watch the video because mm-hmm. I didn't have time, but I just read the comments and her the, like the the caption was about um It's not about announcing disabilities, but about giving people information to help our kids be successful. Mm -hmm. So that's, I think, kind of encapsulates her her take on it. I did a poll Mm -hmm. uh, on our autism parents Facebook page. Would you like to know? Currently, um, some of the results. Yeah, and I just did this I a while ago. I didn't see it, so yeah. It well because I just did it, okay. and people are amazing. Thank you, by the way, to our amazing other autism parents yeah. group. They step up. We've got thir- I asked. I said, "Will you? What are your thoughts with trick or treating with a blue pumpkin? Are you going to use it, right?" And I put there like it's supposed to symbolize we have autism. Mm-hmm. Our kids have autism. If you didn't know that, like if you were living under a rock or mm-hmm. or whatever
1: well i also think it's confusing because there's the teal pumpkin point taken say more about that okay so a teal pumpkin is indicating that you have um either non-food items or allergy safe items for kids that have allergies like peanut allergies or gluten gluten like all you know there's an, a different option available there so, if you see a teal pumpkin on someone's porch or something, that means, hey, we have something safe for your kid here. Yes.
0: Yes. And I was very familiar with that just because that seemed to be a pretty big thing a couple of years ago. Yes. And when we, I noticed when we went around, like, I'd see more mm-hmm. teal. Like, my parents have
1: a teal pumpkin. Right.
0: Like, I'd see more teal pumpkins. So, um, y'all might hear Finn. He's home today from school. Being he might adorable. Be, he might be joining us or slamming doors. Um, so I asked, I said, will you carry a blue pumpkin? And here were the choices. No, we will carry another candy receptacle. Um, yes, we will use a blue pumpkin. Um, my one choice also was, you mean I'm not supposed to eat the kids' candy as we get
1: it? <laughs> That's always my option. <laughs> yeah. say, like, Isn't that what everybody does? Yeah. Okay. I finally, last year, um, trained Owen to, if he gets a candy he doesn't like. Because he used to um, just put it back and ask if they had any Pringles. Um, <laughs> I, love, I love that kid. Um, but now if he gets something he doesn't like, he just automatically hands it to me. Which okay. is perfect because I have a pocket full of Twizzlers. I love it. I love it. And Smarties? Or no. Because he, he loves Smarties, Smarties. But he, he gives me at least half of his Reesey Cups, which I appreciate, kid. And he gives me all of his Twizzlers. Yep. And some of his Skittles. Caleb you know. gives me all his, all his Milky Ways. Yeah. At so so, least they can do. I,
0: I know. Yeah. And then my other one was we won't be trick-or-treating in year, And that made me sad to add that option. Mm-hmm. But I do understand there's either people who don't celebrate Halloween. Mm-hmm. Totally respect that. And I also understand it might not work for your
1: kid. Yeah. I mean, there's things that we don't do. because We don't see Santa because Owen cannot handle it. Right. We don't, you know, especially like I talked about this last year, but there's a lot of things that we just can't do around the holidays because my kid's in sensory overload or he just doesn't want to do it. Right. So I, I totally get that. Right. And
0: if you answered, we won't be trick or treating this year, I would, if you were like, if I knew you, I would come and bring you all the candy and love and let you know how awesome you are. Yeah. Even though. You and can. then I
1: would hang out with you and watch Hocus Pocus. <laughs> that, that movie. <laughs> so good, right? You finally watched it. I'm so proud. Okay. Well, so anyway, here's the
0: results. So no, we will use another candor receptacle. Got an overwhelming 30 plus votes. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And yes, we get. A, we will use a blue pumpkin. Only got about... Five votes really yeah and then there were i want to give a shout out to the people who actually will eat their children's candy lauren is one of them Mm. our friend lauren um as we go along so lauren is a girl after our hearts and a couple other people said they're going to eat the candy as they go along so those are our people yeah and thank you i'm a half and half thank you for being honest and then i asked people i was like if you want to comment and tell us why you know your your answer. You know, let us know. Um, so a couple of people said um, that they love the idea. They would have used it when the kids were smaller, but now the kids can obviously say, "Hey, I want to use this," or mm-hmm. they prefer to use the same bag. Um, don't think the blue pumpkin is a bad idea, but I was able to let my kid pick out his own.
1: Yeah,
0: um, we use a glow in the dark one.
1: Mm.
0: My daughter has a purple one. Love it love purple don't feel it's necessary um somebody put but if um my son was nonverbal i'm guessing most people don't know about it anyway um another person commented none of the above um so people our friend stephanie said i'm not against the idea of the blue pumpkin um but i think that people just want to be part of the community and be nice and will generally be tolerant mm-hmm. and so that's Mm -hmm. That's a good, that's a good thing. Um, So, yeah. And then somebody else said, I thought that teal or blue was supposed to be food allergies. Yeah. So I think overall, um, I'm getting from that people are not going to be using Mm -hmm. a blue pumpkin. And I had some thoughts on it.
1: Okay. What are your
0: thoughts, like, in general?
1: Um, Well, I let Owen pick. I told... I was like, hey, there's a new thing this year. This blue pumpkin... Blue's his favorite color.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, I was like, there's a blue pumpkin. It indicates you have autism and you might need some extra help or some more understanding. What do you think? And uh, he had already picked out a pink sparkly cat bucket. (laughs) I love that child. (laughs) And he's like, no, I just want to take my cat. And I was like, great, that's fine. Um, You know, but I... I think that you know people's hearts are in the right place and i am off to me it's another accommodation Mm -hmm. and you know Mm. i would rather i want my kid to have all the accommodations as possible i want Mm -hmm. him to have as many opportunities for understanding and compassion as he can possibly get Mm -hmm. so if you know having a blue pumpkin makes people think oh now, hold, hold on a second. That means blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. That's fine with me. That's fine. I'm being forced to open up another package of fruit snacks. <laughs> can you say
0: open? Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. Thank you. Okay. Um, I totally agree with everything you just said. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if we can mm-hmm. maybe get to a little deeper, some deeper questions on it that uh-huh. I had so here's here's some thoughts or questions so when i read the like i am giving information to people who might see my kids so that my kid it's like they get what they need Mm -hmm. right like if we give information Mm -hmm. then i have the expectation that my kid will get what he needs yes so i guess is the question first question i have is it and this is a general question for everybody to consider Is it my responsibility as a caregiver to a disabled person, Mm -hmm. right? Or even the disabled person themselves, Mm -hmm. right? Because there are older um, disabled persons who go trick-or-treating. Yeah. And I love that. I know. Um, Is it my responsibility as the caregiver or the actual autistic person to give another person information that will make that other person's life easier, essentially.
1: Like, is it making their life easier, ultimately making your life easier? I don't know. Is it? I don't know. Maybe.
0: I mean, here's the... Well, here's... So this might lead into the next question. Well, I don't know what to... Okay. First, let me give you the... The blurb behind that question Mm -hmm. as a caregiver to a disabled person I already carry a heavy emotional and mental workload we're on to chips we've moved from (laughs) fruit snacks to chips this is me being a great mom at lunchtime Um, so I already carry a heavy emotional workload and concretely an example of that would be so just to get ready to leave the house with my seven-year-old I have to remember the following. A bag with his extra clothes, Mm pull-ups and wipes, his water bottle, his iPad, headphones, possibly his wheelchair, snacks, emergency medications, and a speech device. And that's just to do a Target run. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's my mental, like a really good concrete snapshot of some of my mental workload through Mm -hmm. the day. And now to go enjoy a holiday that everybody has the right to enjoy or not participate in it's up to you Now I have to remember to take a blue pumpkin with us so that other people will know mm-hmm. that he's has autism mm-hmm. does that make sense? right like I like I it's just I feel I kind of feel like it's here's one more thing initially here's one more thing that you have to do to make your neighbor who isn't a caregiver or a disabled person themselves comfortable.
1: I feel like we're on opposite sides of this issue. Okay. Because to me, I'm thinking, here, I gave my kid a blue pumpkin bucket right, to right. hold. Now I don't have to explain. Sorry, he has autism. Sorry, he doesn't oh, understand. He's only point. supposed to grab one. Sorry, he doesn't understand. Like. Then that makes it so that, so what I'm hearing you say
0: is that makes it so you don't have to apologize right. for your child. Right. I got you.
1: Yeah. That may, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. And I think especially, um, you know, autism a lot of times is a hidden disability. I grew up in a disabled household. Mm-hmm. My dad has cerebral palsy. It's right. very obvious that he's disabled. Right. You can't look at Owen necessarily and know that he has a disability that makes these tasks more difficult for him. Right. So if there's some kind of symbol, um, anything that can make that a little bit easier, Mm -hmm. I'm here for it. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, assuming that he is here for it as well, because he is into pink. Glitter
0: pumpkins. Pumpkins. pumpkins.
1: Or glitter cat (laughs) pumpkins. I Which I don't it. blame them. I, I would
0: be, I would carry that as well. That uh, yeah, and that totally makes sense. So then let me let me flip this for just another second. So let's flip this, and let's say what would happen if I gave that responsibility mm-hmm. that that we're taking on as the caregivers, right? Just one more thing we have to do, right? What happens if I gave that responsibility of providing comfort and acceptance to the people who aren't the caregivers? And this is what it might look like. What mm-hmm. would happen, let's say, for example, I go to one of my neighbors, mm-hmm. and we have fantastic neighbors. They're amazing. I love all of my neighbors. What if I went to my neighbor and I said, here's a sign. Mm-hmm. And would you mind putting this in your window or your door that's clearly marked, somewhere clearly marked, where it says, like, autistic safe space?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And like then that way, when my family trick-or-treats, we know that you're a tolerant, accepting, generally awesome person. Yeah. And if Finn grabs five pieces of candy, you're not going to be like tisk tisk tisk, you right. can only take one or make him say trick
1: or treat or what what would that look like if we did that? Um that would be awesome in a utopian kind of <laughs> world. But being the anxious, controlling person that I am, I'm fine like, with taking that responsibility onto myself.
0: Let's just pretend. Let's just close our eyes and all hold hands and go along on this ride together. Mm. Let's flip the narrative. We're playing with the oven now. <laughs> let's. This is what happens, friends, when children don't have school <laughs> and you don't have structure. He loves it. He loves the oven. And it's—I promise it's off. He's safe. We're watching him. I promise he's safe. Hey, need Bub, some,
1: need some WD-40. On I know. Oven door.
0: We need a new oven.
1: We do too. Bubby, stop! Stop! Please.
0: Come here. Look. Come get a chippy. In my awesome self. Anyway.
1: Hang on one second. Does that mean I can talk about whatever I want because I have the can. mic now?
0: You can for whatever you get a chippy there you go have a seat kid get some more fruit snacks I'll feed you whatever you want as long as you can be quiet I love you okay all right I'm back anyway we are so gonna leave all of that in right oh sure okay real life (laughs) so okay so yeah let's take a minute and flip the narrative what would happen if all the autistic families in the neighborhood went to the neighbors And said, here, here's your sign Mm -hmm. that tells me you're a safe space. Mm -hmm. And I want to give you some of the workload because I've already got enough right now. Would you mind sharing this workload with me? Here's a sign for your house to let us know the people who are the most vulnerable. Yeah. That you are supportive of us.
1: I think that seems like a lot more work than carrying a blue pumpkin. You think so? To me... Because, listen, I have social anxiety. Yeah, no, that's
0: true. And okay. you want me to go
1: talk to right. neighbors and knock on their doors and communicate. That's too much? It's too much. <laughs> Sounded like a good
0: idea at the time in my brain.
1: But this is just, you know, this just goes to show that there's more than one right answer. Right. Like, neither one of us are wrong. Right. It's just your preference, your family. You know, everyone's answer is going to be different because every family is different. Every kid is different.
0: Okay yeah no yeah no you're right well now so here's another question so you pointed out owen and finn two very different kids what they look like when they're Mm trick-or-treating right so what would it look like what would it look like what what does it mean so he's carrying a blue pumpkin owen's carrying a blue plumpkin plumpkin i can't even talk um (laughs) What does it really tell the person about autism when the kid walks up?
1: Well, hopefully it tells them that. Just that they have it? Like we say. Well, yeah, that they need maybe some extra time, some extra compassion, some more understanding. Okay. Hopefully it's. You know doing more to educate in general because if you meet one person with autism you've met one person with autism
0: mm-hmm. so
1: if you see finn and you see owen they both got blue pumpkins they both have autism mm-hmm. they're presented totally differently mm-hmm. but at the end of the day they both have autism they both need extra help they both need your compassion they both need that little bit of extra time
0: mm-hmm. okay I guess for me, it feels like, um, since they are both so different, I don't know what people are going to really get out of me announcing that he has autism.
1: Right. Like, to me, Owen has behaviors. Right. You know, he has trouble standing in line. He has trouble... Finn does that. You know, um, being grateful for what he gets. Yeah. He, um... You know, so to me, if it, if he's starting to get worked up, you know, he cusses sometimes. Mm -hmm. He, um, you know, can be aggressive towards me if he's upset. Mm -hmm. You know, if he is expecting a Hershey bar and gets Sour Patch Kids and gets upset about that. Right. And, you know, starts to lash out instead of getting the look of you need to control your kid. If it causes them to look down and say, oh, he's got some kind of disability he has autism there's something going on here Mm -hmm. that you know not excuses it but it explains right that's always my it's not an excuse it's an explanation right so if it gives me one percent more understanding Mm -hmm. let's do it yeah okay maybe i'll put a blue sticker on his pink cat. This pink cat? (laughs) Well, that was, I mean, that was going to be kind of my last,
0: my kind of my last thought on that. Like, what, what can they really get out of a three to five second interaction?
1: Hopefully enough to make them research or want to learn more. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Again, this is my utopia world. And if,
0: here's the final thought on this. If... If the news outlets are are excited to carry this kind of story right right what aren't we talking
1: about but on the flip side autism is in the news
0: true
1: you know awareness is in the news they're asking people to be more aware of autism right that is not a bad thing to me right all the awareness we can get i'm here for it I guess
0: for me, awareness is awesome, obviously, but there's a point where I want, I want other folks to follow us into the journey of acceptance and inclusion. Right,
1: and the first step to get there is education.
0: Right, so how could we make that happen beyond us feeling responsible to go out and find a blue bucket a blue pumpkin. Like, how could we? We
1: reverse trick or treat. <laughs> they give you a piece of candy. You give them a normal with autism card. Oh, and say, listen to this podcast. podcast. It'll tell you everything you need to know. We get more hits. Our podcast we is the answer. Famous. Oh, uh, and then every problem is solved. And then Tina Fey. And then Tina Fey finds uh, out about uh, it. Writes a musical about me. And you, uh, uh, okay, Utopia. All roads lead to Tina Fey. All roads, okay. Every single one.
0: Well, you know, thank you for joining me on this. Discussion. Are we still friends?
1: Sorry, that was our biggest fight we have ever had.
0: I didn't. I didn't experience it as a fight. Okay, good. All right.
1: You <laughs> Anxiety. Didn't... Yeah,
0: I know you're good. Um, I think you might have made, like, if we were debating this, I think you might have won. Ooh. I mean, that it feels that way to me. I like winning. No, I think you make some
1: really good points.
0: I'm still not going to carry a blue pumpkin. Only because we have a really kick-ass Mickey Mouse pumpkin. Heck, yeah. To carry. Yeah. And that's what's going to happen, friends. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes a blue pumpkin is just a blue pumpkin. And who the hell cares whichever one you carry? I don't care. Right. As long as you can have fun.
1: Right. And at the end of the day, like, if your kids are happy... That's all that matters. That's right. So here's to Halloween and trick or treat. Hopefully
0: you get to go have some fun, whatever you do on that day. And um, thanks for listening. And I think we're done, right? I don't know. I think so. (laughs) (laughs) She's like waiting. So, yes, so we're done. So here's to the complexity in our journeys, the highs and lows And may those who observe us do so with compassion, especially for our amazing kids who are upstairs slamming doors right now.
1: (laughs) All right. Thanks, guys. Bye, guys.